Hey, we're soft plastic. <laughs> hey, you're soft plastic. Hey, you're soft plastic. Hey, we're soft plastics, and, and you're listening, listening to Hako FM. kind of sounds like it didn't start with heaps of intentions no. so was there a point for the three of you or maybe like you individually where at oh this there's something here like what like oh this is this is actually kind of good or this is actually a vehicle for something was there like a song or was there a show or like mm. what what was it i think when um for me personally i think when sophie wrote my world your girl which was during a lockdown or whatever i was like <laughs> That's a pretty good song. Mm. Like mm. mentally, I was like, "Yeah, that's cool." And I like like the like we got our friend um, Severin to do the photo and the imagery of it, and I just really like the whole vibe of it. And I was like, mm. "This is cool. Like this is what I'm into, and like, we should go down this direction." 
Yeah, I think, like, I remember, like, sending it to the voice memo to Jono, and I was like, oh, I don't know if it's, this is soft plastics, but we were so fresh mm. anyway, and I was like, maybe it's more, like, I don't know, like, a, like a, under my own name or whatever, mm. but then I feel like that kind of influenced where we went after that because, like, RNZ, like, lapped it up and... <laughs> And that like kind of started propelling things forward and yeah. making us think more seriously, which was kind of unexpected because it was just a really like throw together bit of a hash job. We did like it very quickly. Though. Yeah, like, we yeah, like we recorded it live, yeah. and then chucked it out. But then <laughs> it makes you think, and then it's like, wow, like what can you do if you really like put time and energy into like the release of something mm. um, when that did so well. But um, yeah, I think that sort of influenced the sound in a way. That yeah. sort of like spooky. Like Loser was like yeah. a really nice transition from that song, you know, because it's, it seems like they fit together and it's kind of just been like that ever since. Mm. Except our latest single, Day Job, which is very <laughs> out of nowhere, but a very fun song as well. Yeah. Never gave me the 
chance she had Tongue-tied Mistrust I wish you wanted me as much And I'm tired of Upcoming album that hasn't been scheduled for release yet, but it's finished ish. Yeah, it's like it's recorded. It's yeah, and so like, what was the big shift between the let's just say like middle era soft plastics? Um, we all kind of locked down, writing together songs, throwing you know do the two week recording, do all that stuff. Um, going into album mode, like what were the things that changed? For you guys as a band, um, <laughs> we had to write a lot of songs. <laughs> we had to actually sit down and be like, "Shit, we need to write some songs." Like we had some songs, but like really, like thinking about fleshing out these songs. How, how did that work? How did you guys go about writing more songs? Panicked. Locked ourselves. I locked in them in a room. <laughs> you did the Rolling Stones thing, where you just rock. Yeah. I gave them. Um, Three muesli bars each, um, <laughs> ten liters of water, <laughs> a tray of ri- Ritalin, a tray of Ritalin. Yeah, I'll see you in forty-eight hours, basically. And I was That's like, it. "You." And when I come back, I want an album. <laughs> <laughs> now you sound like a manager. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, like I mean, we change? had a, we had a bunch of songs, and then we we had like set times to go into the studio and we had our last session upcoming and John and I were like, fuck, we need to record three new songs. Yeah, we James hadn't is, written them yet. We love James. He's a punisher though. He's just like, you've got to write more songs. I'm like, cool. Shout yeah. out James Goldsmith. He's like, four more songs, please. And we're like, we're like, well, we've got like as many as we want for the album and spoil the album's going to be like nine songs or something. But like, he was like, we need to like write more. More and more, so okay, we try to. But we've cut a couple. Yeah, we cut. No, we're we're, we're quite strict on strict on. Yeah, because like day job, we were like, yeah, it kind of doesn't fit. And James was like, no, it does. I'm like, no, it doesn't. Right, <laughs> so it's a joke song. Yeah. So did the pressure like change the songwriting process, or was it always the same the whole time? You just had to really crack down on. I it? love being under pressure. Like I perform better, <laughs> or like I think I write better when I'm like full panic <laughs> like and we wrote like two songs in like a day yeah we did we well, just yeah. had to do it yeah and like 
I think they're some of I'm I'm excited about them because they're like they feel fresh and and exciting and I think they're they're still really good despite the sort of forceful like you have to get it done mm. yeah like I, they're still good I feel like the whole like romanticism of like music just comes to you and stuff like that is I don't think very necessarily true I think you actually literally have to sit down and in some ways force in a good way <laughs> to make music like you mm. just gotta do it like that's a trait yeah and sometimes you sit there for hours and nothing comes out and it's fine but you just you gotta keep forcing yourself to do that I think yeah so there was something I had heard about like you gotta work through the bad ideas to get to the good ones yeah and I, I agree with that yeah
the only other, the other thing I wanted to talk to you guys about is Wellington. Now, what about it? Yeah. Well, there's a, like I just kind of I like getting the perspective. The scenes. What I love about Welcome to Nowhere, mm-hmm. which we were talking about before, is that it's one of the rare places that bands from different cities and scenes across New Zealand actually get to spend some physical time together and interact and see one another play and see what's going on. Mm. iGum's been actually really good that like the Dunedin and Wellington tours as well. Um, and so whenever people from one, like you guys from Wellington, mm. are up here in Auckland, it's really interesting to hear like your perspective on a what you think is good what well, not 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 what's good but like what you think is a strength of Wellington compared to other places now that you've seen them mm-hmm. um and also like you were you know spoiler you guys were at the Matariki shows last night at yeah. Whammy um why this why Laws is Jet lagged, sorry. No, I'm jet lagged. I'm not yeah, hungover. And and what you kind of saw a large portion of what was going on in Auckland or what's been happening. And I just wonder if you have any like any thoughts as as Wellingtonian scenesters. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. I think for me personally, I've been involved with iGum since 2013. And watching it sort of evolve from it being like the house parties and it being the only place that you could go and watch live music because all of the venues were shut. Mm. And so that's kind of oh, really? fostered. Yeah. Like have, have you got more venues now than that period? Or has it kind of stayed the same? Well, like Bodega shut, Mighty shut, Puppy shut, right. all within like six months. Yeah, right. Okay. And then, and San Fran was still being like earthquake strengthened or whatever. And mm. so there was what? Meow? Maybe. Moon? Moon didn't exist then. Nor did getting earthquake strengthened as well. Caroline? 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 Was Valhalla around? Yes. Yeah, always, always been, been around. around. <laughs> we love it. Everyone loves Valhalla though. Right, interesting. Yeah. So there was a real squeeze going on. There was just nothing yeah. happening. And. I feel like what's happening now is a after effect of those iGum shows. Well, that's really interesting. Yeah. What? So, like, you think that the the community kind of grew from that seed or from that that scene in a sense? Well, that really helped build it back up. Yeah, I think mm. people like, especially after the lockdowns as well, and when when twenty 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 twenty, I don't know, mm. like. Everyone was going out. Like, mm. I don't know what it's like now because I don't go out that much anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing, right? The whole thing is like passed. It's been like, again, as always with music scene, it gets passed on to the next people and stuff yeah. as well. Mm. And like, iGum is still, iGum Wednesday spe- specifically, are like still serving that much needed avenue for new musicians. Like, it's bloody great, really. That's mm. cool. It's like so many people go to that. Go to those shows. Like you could be like just a fucking brand new random band, and you're guaranteed to get like a hundred people come watch you. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Or more, but and also the vocal more the five dollar beers and yeah, on the balcony drinks, but like that's the vibe, right? And the vocal more and peeps are doing some awesome stuff. Like I really love what you know. We played a gig on their like Sunday couch sessions, Mm. and it was so nice. It was like. 
they're all just like lovely people so like welcoming and so chill and it's like a great little you know like Sunday afternoon thing to do like just to see some live music where it doesn't feel like you know and it's in it's in like Brooklyn as well yeah like they're just doing it because they want to do it like it's just, yeah it's it like, is interesting like Wellington does from a distance seem relatively healthy as a scene yeah but, is, but it I feel like, like I will kind of <laughs> shit on Wellington a bit like great that's what we're here well, for. We'll, um, we could cut we'll go keep going <laughs> I feel like it is not it's a difficult city to live in <laughs> um it used to be easier when you were like you know like back in the day when you know like being a creative in Wellington it was just different like rent was actually affordable and like mm. you know um and it sucks because a lot of people are getting pushed out of the city and I feel like walking down and it was a friend that was staying with me in Wellington um, who said like it feels like everything is getting earthquake strengthened <laughs> all the venues are closed and it's I didn't realize it but I was like that's so true you can't just like walk like it was such a walkable city and now it's like you can't really you know walk past the town hall because that's all blocked off and I don't know maybe I'm just complaining <laughs> about yeah, dumb yeah, yeah, stuff like, but like yeah. it used to be so cool and I think Andy Foster's ruined everything I want to blame Andy Foster the mayor and think, it pisses me off about that, that whole like oh like it's full of creatives and it's just Americans that work at Weta because <laughs> um, that to me like what is that what like what does that do for the community? It just creates these like 120 hour jobs for Americans. <laughs> so, so it's kind of at, at risk of doing the opposite, which is like, it's making, it's creating conditions that wouldn't allow the next iGum to start. I f honestly feel like that way in some ways, like because there's not many house shows and stuff as much these days. It's, and the venues seem fewer than they used to be. I feel like, but like, I'm not saying like, but the bands are like still in themselves thriving like a lot of bands coming out like Massey and stuff like that. And they've got a vibe. Massey. Yeah, like they're pumping out heaps of bands. But um, yeah, I feel like. It's hard because there's, so, there's such, they're like society problems. Yeah. Because you know? Auckland's you, definitely dealing with that like, as well. Like, yeah. I, you come up to Auckland and you see like, we lose venues and we don't replace them. So everyone like hangs yeah. on. That's why like Save Our Venues has been created because it's like, oh shit, we're in real danger. Mm. Yeah. Like, I remember I wrote, a, I wrote a thing about like when the August lockdown happened of like, fuck, both crashes in Dunedin are one venue loss away from becoming a one venue city. Yeah. Mm. You know? And like, I don't, I still don't see the things happening either in the music industry or in, general society to create any conditions for that to be reversed mm. or helped. Well, it seems mm. like you have to be kind of like a little bit crazy to start a venue. Like you've got to, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, you're <laughs> going to be running like, at a loss. <laughs> but like it's, you're it's doing crazy. it for the, it's, the pure it, love of doing yeah. it, you know, and people like that gets fewer over time. I maybe, definitely yeah. like my key highlights of my early twenties were going to puppies and mighty mighty. Yeah. And I, and I don't feel like, that's like n not none of the venues that we have now like really can replace that feeling. Like yeah. puppies was so well, awesome. I don't want to come across like old and jaded, but 
but like it does yeah. feel like that. <laughs> I would, like, I back would, in like, my day when I, I went to, to like Mighty Mighty and, and fell down so the stairs. I would go to Happy after school. <laughs> I was like I remember Happy Bar Holy shit I, Yeah like One of the first gigs I ever played there And I remember You know It was like a cool Like indie scene yeah. um, They had some Funky lamps They did have some Funky lamps
what would be when you have shut your eyes and you, you look inside yourself in your mind's eye and you imagine the perfect environment for people to enjoy a, a live soft plastics gig oh, that's... whether it's achievable or not don't worry about that but like the it's kind of like what context do you think your the music you perform live should ultimately be enjoyed in if you could do it um and and two what's the thing you're looking most forward to about putting your debut album out those are, those are two questions. Oh, two you're, questions. You're good question size. Really, yeah, those questions. That's are a solid question. Okay, I mean, uh, intense. <laughs> no, no, but like <laughs> in a good way. Just like, uh, yeah. Um, like I, peppermint. I I, you can cut this, but I had a really bad question when I was on student radio recently, and I was like, it was but yeah. He's oh like, no, bleep it out. What's your favorite <laughs> color? Lockie really needs to <laughs> level up. All right, L- Lockie, yeah. come up. What's your favorite color? Would be so funny. <laughs> yeah, say, like, ah, oh, what's your middle name? <laughs> well, it's like a 10 year old interviewing us It'd be so cute um, Are you guys cousins? <laughs> yeah Right, serious Sorry. Okay, I will say um, From our conversation yesterday uh, That we just had a conversation <laughs> no. um, We bumped into Isaac uh, That lovely conversation we had um, I am going to say A mall I would really <laughs> love for us to perform At a tacky Um more like an abandoned that. one, or like I'm I'm thinking like like we, a decadent one, or okay, there's one in Wellington, like old Kirks, like Kirks. No, I don't want flash. Okay. I want like trash. Like I want us to perform outside, outside, outside. Jono's losing his yeah, fucking yeah, mind. There's no stage or. I shit mall. I really want. I think that's like Queensgate. cool. Queensgate. No, not Queensgate. Yeah, not in the hut. The one the in Porirua. Uh, like Soviet. So what's it called? Soviet. It's <laughs> <laughs> in Soviet. Auckland. Oh my god! Is there a mall called Soviet? <laughs> Sylvia Plath. Yeah, Sylvia Plath Mall. <laughs> Where? Um, <laughs> okay, but think about this. A mall. This all stays in. But like this, like wouldn't that be great? And then people <laughs> has to describe a single thing, and then says, "Wouldn't that be great?" Because <laughs> I was thinking, like I was like a Kiwi, like I was like, oh, maybe like an LA mall, like one of those, like fucking ridiculous. I kind of mall you're meaning. Like they're like. Mall of America kind of shit, like with a roller coaster in the middle. Twenty, yeah. like twenty stories Your or forty opinion. stories. Um, <laughs> right. Okay. But so like, the thing is, is that you can see down to the bottom, okay. and so it would so be great because <laughs> we're performing in a mall. Everyone's like, we have thousands of people <laughs> that are just watching us on <laughs> different levels, and they've all got their like. Mall food, I'm talking like hot dogs, milkshake, butter chicken, butter chicken. Um, Ooh. and it <laughs> sounds like the worst gig ever. <laughs> Do you hate the band Soft Plastics? <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry, I used to work in a mall. No judgment, yeah. <laughs> 
Loz is crying, by the way. I just want to, for our, for our visual And honestly, learners. I mean, like, I think it would be, like, <laughs> it would pay homage to the Beatles. <laughs> it's like you can't back, save but... this with the Beatles. <laughs> but I appreciate it. That's a very... Um, Except, like, when they interview people, like, that's my favourite part of the documentary when they're, like, walking past and they, like, interview these, like, old ladies that are, like deaf <laughs> like with their groceries and they're like oh do you like this music and they're like no nah, I hate it what is this like it's so good it's like like um, but yeah I, I think that I would love to play in a mall love to play in a mall okay
hey, thanks, Soft Plastics. Thank you, Isaac. It was it's been really lovely, and it's been a good energy today. Um, I'm sorry for not recording yesterday's conversation, but I had a great time personally, if not professionally. You didn't talk yeah. about the LA stuff. We liked that question. Yeah, but I you, think can I put, you can put that in a bio no, now. No, I think today was better than oh, yesterday. Yeah. A bit of a warm-up, yeah. Sec- second conversations. Whenever I got to do a second podcast, it was way better than the first podcast because the first podcast or first conversation is usually a bit more of like a this, the like basic, almost like the small talk version mm. of a podcast. And mm. uh, I always really enjoyed the second ones because mm. it was kind of more like also we have a jumping off point. You've done this before, like not every other record. artist you'll hear coming out. Uh, we reference that I, re- I failed to record them the day before. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> no, it's so it's so all good and so funny. I'm very excited for the album. <laughs> Thank very you. excited to for the width for the width of it. It better be girthy <laughs> as fuck. Okay. <laughs> so were you referencing like? The thickness. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're too I, I, like, I don't know. <laughs> the the diameter to come from. <laughs> the first Anyway. Um, do you want to say bye to Peter Jackson because he's listening? Oh, yes. Peter Jackson. I do really admire all your hard work. I think your movies are cool. I really liked them when I was younger. I haven't seen any of the Hobbit movies, but I will say meet Back on the menu, boys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dun, 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 dun.